Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 32. Almost didn't know what episode number we were on, I did know. I? <laughs> we had to we had to check. <laughs> we back. had a good we had a good two or three minute conversation about what channel <laughs> what episode number we were on. I had to check back on the uh, on the hosting because I didn't know what I, I thought what, what one are we on? What one are we on now? <laughs> Of course, our episodes are now going out on a Friday as well, and yes, it's I even more that's obscure. Cause yeah, I'm that's working out for them. It, well, yeah, it's a, bit more confu- it's a bit confusing for us, because <laughs> we're recording this on a Saturday <laughs> to go out on Friday. <laughs> oh, it's getting very confusing. But we're at least we're in a studio environment this week. That's right. We yes. used my flash new computer last week to record it, and it sounded okay, didn't it? Yes, it's, it's come up well. I was quite impressed, actually. Yeah. The volume was all right, um, but it's nice to have the mics and, and have oh, yes. face-to-face. Face-to-face, that's right. It's always better. So, uh, yes, I'm down in Broadstairs today and uh, visiting a few people and seeing my old theatre for schools show, like I mentioned last week. Oh, tonight. that'd be nice, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm here. How are you? I'm pretty well, yes. We've had um, another good week. Um, Working on a new project at the moment, landscape projects. New landscape project. I don't think we mentioned that last week, did we? I think no, we kept that we a bit can't. Stum. That's right. But um, I'm not letting you say any more on that. Okay. But it's going to be a good, it's another good one, another good landscape. Yes. I don't think you've shown me it yet, actually. No, I haven't done. No. No. So don't well, show me now. No, I won't tell you now, no. I'll give it away. <laughs> <I>? yeah. <laughs> don't show me now either, because that would be incredibly boring to listen to. <laughs> when you hear me go, oh, wow, yeah, that's really <laughs> that's just mean, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, good. What, what so about you, mate? Well, how, I did. I, how did your V&A go? V&A went very well, thank you. Very well. Good. I was, I was, oh, I, well, I rang you afterwards. I was on such a high. You were. I was, absolutely. I was flying somewhere up, up in the clouds. I, I couldn't believe it. It was an absolute honour. And I, I could emphasise the word honour because I was acting with incredible people, um, so well established actors and actresses. And I was just, you know, when you get that moment, you just think, how have I got here? Mm, how? Mm. I mean, you must have had that a few times mm. in your career. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. thousands of people watching you and you're like, what am I it's doing? It's an unreal situation. You, you, you kind of have a, a moment when you want to run away because yeah. you, you can't, <laughs> I always you, get you that don't moment. belong here. I always, <laughs> I, always get, I always get that moment whenever I, I'm about to perform something like that. I, uh, I always need a wee. <laughs> <laughs> I get a nervous wee and I need and I always need a wee and then uh, perhaps there's too much information and then I start nervously tap dancing mm-hmm. in my shoes I start just sort of tap dancing and one of the actresses I was performing with Judy Buxton who's an incredible actress best actress I've worked with she could see me sort of nervously tap dance. She went, Steve, do you tap dance? I went, yeah I said, sorry, this is my nervous tapping routine before I go on <laughs> So um, it was great. It was fantastic. There's one story I want to say, actually, about that. Because after the show, um, after the performance, we all had some like uh, drinks afterwards. And uh, I'm, I didn't realise, but until we went out in the V&A in the lobby, uh, well, not the lobby, but the outside uh, of the, the theatre um, where everyone was having drinks, it was like we, we, we walked down the stairs to go to it. And, and I sort of saw over the balcony. I was like, and I just turned to Judy <laughs> and I said, all these people in there because there was well the, it seated 300 and mm. it, it, they must have all been there mm. and i just looked down and went i thank god i didn't see all these people That's before right. i went in because yeah. i no way near realized there was that many right and um i went down and there's people saying all lovely things and how how well the event went down mm. and um 
and there was there was I met an American chap who had brought a lot of a lot of people along and he said to me he said oh well done and he was from Tennessee so it was more south south Perry. I'm not going to try it no. <laughs> the accent but he said well done so it was really good he said um, as you're an actor he said would you like like to meet someone like another actress I went yeah absolutely he said he said um, well uh, there's this lady she said he said um, she was in Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe would, would you like to meet her <laughs> and I just went yes <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe it. I was, yeah, yes. Oh my god, I'd love to. So we walked through the crowd, and he introduced me to this this lady, an American lady, and um, I just was absolutely gobsmacked. I mean, was, was she nice? Was she, she was lovely. Yeah. She was so nice. Oh, lovely. So such a warm character, and very like you know, very nice, very sort mm. of you know, well done it, for someone like that mm. that was in that kind of. I don't know what part she. I didn't even get. An, I, I think she probably told me her name. I must have been introduced to her, but I was, I wasn't even. I wonder if you'd recognise it if you saw some like it hot now. Whether you'd actually, because it was a long time ago. It was We're a while ago. At, uh, it's late sixties. No, late fifties. Late fifties was late fifties. Yeah. Yeah. So she'd be. She'd be cracking. She was cracking she on. She would have been young then, but of course now she's. Uh, yeah, she must have been in her seventies. You know, yes. at least. But um, wow, she's still. She was very still. A you could see the beauty. Like she's still very beautiful. You could you yeah. could see why. You know, I, I, maybe I would recognise her in it. I, yes. And um, but she was telling me. I mean, I'm sure she gets this from everyone. Like, I'm sure everyone was like, "What was Marilyn like? What was you know? What was it like?" That's right. It? And um, it's the sort of standard questions. But I, she was telling. Me, I I was more interested in how she got the part. Right. I was like, how did you get to be involved in that movie? How did that come about? And she said, well, a friend of mine knew the producers and and in uh, L.A., I think it was, she said, and, and they just took me along to meet the producers. They invited me to an audition. I auditioned, you know, done, sung, dance and whatever. And um, they, they picked me for it. And there was yeah, a bunch of us working. And I was... I was just like, I can't believe, like, it, that was one, that's one small bit, that's just a bit I wanted to mention, just mm, because that's mm. going to stick in my oh, head. Oh, I'm sure everybody out there uh, would, would would love that, I just, as I did when you said it to me. But, uh, we're all starstruck, we can't help it, but that's yeah. the way we are, and uh, yeah. to, to have a story like that under your belt, wow. Mm, I know. Anyway, uh, anyway. That's, that's enough of that, don't, people don't hear any more about that. But anyway, it was fantastic. Great. It was really good. Really good. Anyway, this week I want to talk about, because there's something that I don't know if many people will know this, um, that, well, I, I've i been on TV as an extra <laughs> and in films, but I bet a lot of people didn't know that you've been on TV, haven't uh, you? I have. A lot yeah. more than me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you'll catch me up one day. I'm sure you will, Steve. So <laughs> tell, tell people... What you did on TV, sure. and then we'll go back and say how okay. it came about. Because you were, say, so say, say well, how, how did you come What we on? did, we, it was a half an hour live, I emphasise, live TV programme. It was called Create and Craft. It was uh, on the Create and Craft channel. On Sky. On Sky, that's right. And I was uh, asked to go along there and draw a picture, or actually I was asked to demonstrate the pastel pencils. Who were you asked by? By the channel? How no. did the channel, or, the, or the, the people that did the show? Well, i tell you how it came about. I was working for Marion then, West Faber. Design. Well, oh, Faber-Castell, yes, yes. yes. They were distributors for Faber-Castell. And they asked me if I'd do it, and I go, yeah, sure, I would okay. you know, love to. 
So he said, okay, well, we'll set it up. And it was Barry and, gosh, do you know, I can't remember the other chap's name. Two hosts. The two hosts, yes. They were quite famous at that time. When was it? I want to say 2006, but it's probably earlier than that. Oh, yeah, way earlier than that, yeah. We're looking at... Early 2000s. uh, Early... um, I didn't even think it was the late 90s. I'm not sure, even sure. Well, no, Sky, we didn't have Sky. Didn't we? Mm. Anyway, whatever. Whatever, it was quite About 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, say that. And I I was... uh, They were the hosts, and it was all, as I say, going out live, and the Faber-Castell distributor was wanting to sell and promote their products on the channel because it was a selling program. That's what they were doing, they yeah. were selling the products. So what they wanted me to come along is show them. Show what we could do. Show what we can do. And, of course, we'd ha- they would sell more products because it was demonstrated, you know. So anyway, that's how it all came about. So they set me down and beforehand. And being live is different to having a recording. And, they, you know, it's three, two, one, you're on. And I'd never done anything like this before. I mean, I'd done a lot of demonstrating and workshops and so on, but never a, a live television. Broadcast to yeah. however many people. That's yeah. right. Well, I don't think it was. It wasn't a major broadcasting channel like mm. the BBC or TV no. or anything. Um, and I, I did. I must have had the shakes. And when you've got the shakes and you're doing pastel pencil, <laughs> it doesn't work quite well. Yeah, you? try and keep a steady hand when you're going out <laughs> on live television. Anyway, I had this idea just before we went on air, and they didn't know about it. To I drink said, a bottle of whiskey. Why don't, no, <laughs> why don't I complete a, a picture while you're on the air? Half an hour. That's all it was. And... I had to complete a bit. Well, I suggested I complete a bit. I don't know why I put my head on the shock of no. like that, but I did. <laughs> so I had it all set up there. Um, and the idea was that at the end of the show, I said, why don't you offer this picture to somebody who phones in and gives you a question that, you know. And so they said it was a good idea. Oh, I thought, okay, I'll do that. So... They introduced me right at the beginning of the show. They say, we're doing this and we're doing that and we're doing a, a pastel pencils and here we have Colin Bradley and he's going he's dem- going to demonstrate for you. Say hello, Colin. And he went, hello, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello, hello, Colin. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> no, no, I did actually. Um, I did uh, surprise myself, actually. I've still got a recording of that. You I kept still, it cool. Yeah, I've still got the recording of it that was done, you know, by my wife. They're shaking in the shoes back in the because they were all watching me live then. Anyway, uh, it went very well, and I did what the did I did the do? picture. It was the cat, the famous S eighteen SP eighteen cat, cat portrait. portrait. Yep, it was that, and I did it, and I because they then broke off me and came back and saw how I was getting on, and then went off again and came back. So you were then, you were were you frantically kind oh, of yes? Well, I had to do a bit, picture in half an half hour. an hour. Yeah. Oh, yes. Has you ever attempted that before? Did you know that you could do no. that in half an hour? No. <laughs> no. So at the end of it, they would have had half, <laughs> half a but cat. They, they had a picture. At the end of it, they had had a picture. And we had a frame there, and we actually put it in the frame. Not It wasn't... It was loose in the frame, but it, it still went in the frame, behind a mount and in a frame. And they showed it at the end of the, end of the picture. They said, this is going to... Um, Mrs. So and so and so and so and so and so. I bet they um, couldn't believe that you did no, that. I bet you can believe you no, did that in half No, no, no. Talk I mean, about speed painting. That is an actual was, speed yes. painting. 
And they, as I say, they kept, they kept, and they kept coming back and interrupting me, saying, oh, what are you doing now, Cody? You're, oh, like, you're doing this eye, and you're doing that, and you're doing that. Oh, chat, chat, chat. Imagine and if I you were saying, go shut, away. Shut I'm up, trying leave to me alone. This. I'm trying to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that on live TV. Yeah. But, it, but it was very successful, and the show went down really well, and the product sales were, went through the roof. Well, because they could see. That's right. Yeah. They did very well. Um, on uh, they, In fact, I think I remember at the end, I can't remember, Barry and son. I will think of his name in a minute, the other chap. And they came up afterwards and said, our sales were really good. We've done really well to the paper sale representative who was there. Yeah. So it did. Uh, it went down very well. So that was my first. Uh, that was your first dabble experience. in television. Yeah, and then I did a couple more shows after that. Similarly, same channel. Same channel. Yeah. But different. Yeah. So doing another picture in half now. You didn't do no, the same I never did giveaway. It I never repeated. I I would never do it again. No. But for was. your first time, <laughs> did you did you look uh, did you look at the camera? Oh yes. Did you yes. did you mean to look at the camera? Were you were you allowed to or were you not? Um, they they told me not to, but I did. <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> just, just do a quick look up at the camera. Yeah. I don't remember seeing you do that. Oh, I've got it on. I've got it on. Actually, on video. What when you saw yes, when you I've got what, it on video when you could yeah. see yourself looking at the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was only on. Be honest, there was other products. It wasn't just b- Bastel pencil. No, they were selling a lot of other products on there. So I was probably only on there about four minutes. Did you, you think about it? Going back to last week quickly. Did you have a color shaper with you? No. Were you using it at that no, point? No. We weren't using them then. No. Would that have made it quicker? No. How did you blend it then without uh, the color It shape? was all done well. It was the, the, the SP18 is a very simple bit. You don't really need a color shape. The pastel pencils blend. It's simplistic. Right, right. Yeah, the pastel pencil blended itself. So it you didn't was need quite that. a simplistic picture. I did choose something. I'd already done that many, many times in workshops, in fairness. I used to do a workshop with it. And I demonstrated it. Right. I, I suppose I must have done that picture 50 times. Okay. You know? So, so you I, I was familiar with it. Yeah, it's quite straightforward. Um, okay. So the, what was the other subjects you did? You did the same. Did they do the same thing when they were selling the Pastor Pencil products? They did, no, it was the same the, promotion type deal? No, I did it. Uh, I, did, I think I did three more shows for them. Do you know? I think it might have been four. I, the I same hosts? It, the same people, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had me back. And uh, the next time, they had a, a lady called Victoria. It wasn't Barry and... Oh, right. No, it wasn't Barry the same. So. What's his name? Doing it then. It, it was a Victoria. She was actually on television. I saw her on television. She used to present the, the, the weather mm. and uh, other programs. So yep. she, she was, I wouldn't say very well known, but she, she was uh, someone that you would recognise. Okay. And she was introducing. So, uh, what did you draw on that? I, oh, there, I was just demonstrating. I was just demonstrating just techniques. Yes, techniques. That's it. So, little bits and bobs like skies and. And at that time, they also wanted me to show the polychromous pastel sticks at that time oh, as right, well. I see. So, I introduced them as well. Okay. And uh, I showed them, uh, but that was quite that was successful. I was on a little bit more then because they were doing the two products rather than the one, mm. and uh, and there were also allied things like. Uh, I think we had the double-ended eraser then. I was introducing that. Mm. So we, we had other products. What, what about the other couple of shows? Do you remember what subjects you did there? Or were they very much the same thing? Yeah. Well, the, one of the shows I did for... It was a children's show, in fact. Yeah, you see? Didn't know about that, did you? Well, I'm sure. <laughs> no, it was a children's show. I, what I'd done is 
is they were selling, it wasn't the pastel pencils then, it was ordinary coloured coloured pencils, pencils, children's pencils. There was a phase, we touched upon briefly Mm. a while back, Mm. you sort of dabbled with coloured, the coloured ones. And they wanted me to do it, I said yes I'll do it. So I had a pack out then, I I don't have it anymore, and that pack was a cat, I think a donkey and... I can't remember the other two subjects. It was two other subjects. There were four subjects in, in all in this pack that we produced. And it was all using the Faber-Castell coloured pencils. And uh, I did it with uh, with those. And I was demonstrating those for children, basically. It was, well, it was for children. It was for adults. But it was a children's channel, yeah. basically looking at children's products. Right, right. And uh, I did that. And that was repeated a few times. So. But they, they, were they all these live? Well, there wasn't an audience at all ever no. on this. But the the one with the children, it was uh, it was called a live broadcast, but it was recorded. Yeah. So they did it as a live. There was no stopping or starting or anything. It went out as a live program. Uh, but they actually did record it. And in that recording, then they repeated it a few times. Right. Right. I think it was quite a few times, actually, over I mean. and over again at different times. So we, we're not sure. We spoke about this before. We don't know if they still repeat it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. But oh no, I don't, don't think so. Well, that that that. The, I, and the second, the next time I was on television, really, was the um, was the SAA. They produced their own uh, painting and drawing channel, and uh, what they did there, though, they used clips from. DVDs. The draw and paint dogs yeah. and cats. I never went along to a studio. They, yes, that's it. Yeah. Paint and draw cats. The ones that you can buy on the site. Yeah. 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 And they did bits. And those, I think, still go on. Really? Yeah. They still, from time so, to time. So, just for the listeners out there, somewhere on Sky, <laughs> it's very yes. broad, you might see Colin. <laughs> you never know. Yes. There's, well, the Create and Craft channel, I don't know if the Create and Craft channel is still going, but. I don't think it is now. No, that's gone. If anyone does know that it's if it is or not, and fancies checking through the TV guide, <laughs> may yeah. see that on that. Um, so yeah, so there you go. So that was it. But I, did I you enjoy s- it? Um, I did. Yeah, you yeah. did like it. I did. I, enjo- enjoyed? I enjoyed doing it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, but I, 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 then that was it. That was my sort of fifteen minutes or whatever of fame. And uh, but I mean, I prefer doing what I do now. It's 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 more. It's more beneficial, really. I mean, although they pay you, they don't pay very well. And for all the stress you have to go through, really. I can imagine live TV is is a hell of a pressure. Yeah. Especially when you're doing something live like drawing, you know, drawing, you know, and... Yeah, I can imagine that first one. I mean, imagine it was a live program and I was drawing that cat and I'd gone wrong. Can you imagine? I mean, now I, I, I kind of think balk at it. Think, God, you silly man! Fancy doing that? <laughs> but I, I had such faith in myself. <laughs> yeah, that's no, I didn't think about it going. But that's the best way. As soon as you doubt yourself, that's when you go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're so not confident, but you're just so well. You know, you're confident in your own ability. So yeah. you, you know, you're happy and comfortable. Yes, you're, that's right. You just think, yeah, I do that. But we were talking about zones, weren't they? Um, when you're in the zone, yeah. The last couple of weeks, we and I think about that's where I must have gone. Then I must have gone into a zone. Then. And not re- the re- reality of the thing didn't hit me. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking. Until you look back. Yeah. So I must have been in the zone when I was doing that. Because it turned out well. I was surprised when uh, I, I actually watched it back. 
and saw the picture. I thought that looks pretty good. Because when you're in the zone here, you're it's quiet. You know, there's no yeah. sort of pressures really. You, you kind of you can get in the zone. But that's got to be hard in a studio with people around mm. you talking, with lots going on. Isn't mm. it? Wasn't it quite distracting to do that picture? Because you've got, or is no, it, or were you so in the zone that it didn't it, really matter really what was going on around you? I tell you why it doesn't. Because up until that time, I'd done a great many shows, London and all the big shows, and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times. I'd been under pressure with. A lot of people around me, sometimes as many as 30 or so people, were right. gathered around my, sto- you know, my mm. easel while I was drawing. Um, and you kind of get used to the fact that, that people are watching you. Mm. So the fact that it was a camera on me or a, a camera there, there was only a few, I think it was three or four people. That's all there were around, two or three cameras. Yeah. So it wasn't that many people as it happened. So I don't think it really... It was probably less pressure having only a few people around you yes, and thinking of the camera but rather than live and the, bodies around yes, you. Yes, and the other thing about it is it's only half an hour programme and that half an hour flies by in a situation like that. Mm. Well, you've got to concentrate as well. You, you, it's focus, I think, is, is probably yeah. a good word. You have to focus on what you're doing. And I found that I enjoyed that. Uh, I've always did enjoy the pressure the challenge. Mm. I did always did enjoy that. Even at the shows, when I first started, you know, when I first started, I was a bag of nerves. Mm. But after those first few shows I did, I, I didn't ever got nervous again, ever. Uh, I used to go along and just sit down and start drawing. It become more natural, I suppose. I think so. And I think also when you're doing, a, a, when you're doing something that you enjoy and, and you have confidence that you're going to be able to produce something, you kind of relax. And yeah. that is almost like a meditation. Even though you've got hundreds of people wa- walking past you. You know everything's going to be all right. Still, yeah, you have that kind of quiet confidence mm. that uh, it's all going to work out for you. And with the relaxation comes the uh, results. And uh, I, I can't explain it any better than that. I, you've got to get, you've got to be there, really, and uh, yeah. gone through that to recognise it. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I'm, well, I wanted to mention it because we didn't. I've t- uh, we've done thirty-two shows, and I've not mentioned it. Yeah, we've not sorry. talked about it, and I thought it'd be quite nice to to see. And uh, maybe you are on there somewhere. Still you never know. Well, repeated. I am. I'm on YouTube. I mean, look at the. Uh, I should think more people have seen me on YouTube than <laughs> yeah, ever than saw that me channel, on channel. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, let's move on to some questions. The first one uh, I've got here is from Claire Smith. She posted a picture on Facebook. I don't know if she listens to the podcast. I hope she does. Claire, she says, uh, here was my attempt. She posted a European goldfinch oh, picture. That, that was a terrific Which picture. was incredible. It was. For a first attempt. For a first attempt. And uh, she recently joined the membership site. So go over to facebook.com slash Colin1940 to check out Claire's picture. She said, here was my attempt. I was hoping I could get a bit of advice. I used the advised Ingris... Uh, Ingre. Oh, I say Ingris. Ingre paper. When I came to do the background, though, I seemed to get stripes. It seemed like the pastel is getting stuck in the paper texture. Is this something I'm doing wrong? And how can I fix it, please? Well, it's fortunately, stripes. it's very easy to fix that one. What happens is the tooth of the paper, and you can see the tooth, even if you look at the goldfinch that she's done, you can see what she means. I mean, no one else will pick it up. It's just that she's, she's mentioned it, so mm. I can mention it. 
And what she doesn't like is that tooth that's running across it. Well, what's happened really, when you start putting a background, particularly a background color, you need to fill the paper first. You know, I always use a soft, um, in this case, it was 270, which was the light gray. You can use a white, you can use a pink, or you can use a cool gray even. But what you need to do is fill the paper first. So a jolly good, generous dollop right. of mm. gray or whatever color. In this case, it was 270 gray. Rub it in with your finger. And if necessary, do it again. Do it twice. You can't really do it too many times. And what happens is you get a lovely fill up a smooth yes a fill up of all the tooth and when you then subsequently put your darker colors on they rub in beautifully to that. so it's it's, so it's not it enough wasn't pastel, enough base not enough base to absorb into the paper that's right and it will change the next time she does it now that is a good tip for anyone it, out it there was yes it was a general background but tip. i do mention that every time i do a picture i always say put a generous coat on and when people see me do it very often you'll see me when I'm putting in this case as I said 270 on you'll see quite a lot of loose pastel floating around but I've generated it mm. and, and that disappears completely yeah you always see you rub that in yeah. and, it, and it still it, it takes more doesn't it hmm? and that's the difference I suppose with the background than the draw the, the subject itself because hmm. the subject we talked about putting too much on hmm. you can crush the paper, you know, and yes. you've got to be careful with layering. But the background... Although, I've got to say, you would do that with a background. It, with the softer colours, you're okay. But if you start putting the harder colours on and rub them hard, you could end up in a similar situation. You could, you know... But you don't need to do that because the background is only absorbing... Mm. Uh, some of the base colour is absorbing some of that. Uh, the, the darker or the stronger colours they're going in. Mm. But that's okay. that's the answer to the question. Well, there you are, Claire. And uh, anyone out there that wants to check it out, go onto the Facebook page and have a look. The next question we have is from YouTube. We don't have a name, so um, sorry if we can't reference who, who this is, but this is a question we got from there. I have a question about how you create the effect of steel, for example, a belt buckle. What are the colours uh, that you use and how are they blended? Well, so for a belt buckle... Yeah, a belt buckle and... And a steel effect... Yes, you can get, um, and I'll tell you another thing you can get. If you get um, one of those uh, animal or cat's dogs, little um, medallions that they use with their names and addresses. Like on. a name tag. Yes, little steel metal ones. That's another thing that you could use in a situation like this. But basically a belt buckle is, what you need to do there is start off with white. Generous. I've got to say again. Yep. You know, once again, generous. generous. Base. What you need to do basically is get uh, a nice solid colour, just like the background is. When you put, then you put on. Now it does depend here on the uh, colours that are being reflected in the belt buckle. If it was warmer colours, you'd then use the warm greys. But generally, it's cooler colours because you're looking at steel. Yeah. So therefore, I would probably go along down the cool road. So then you'd use 230 and rub that into the white. Then you'd use the 233 and rub that into the white. But this time, you only use it in the shadow areas. So what you're creating is white, light grey, mid-grey to create the kind of shading difference that you get in that. Because it's all to do with shading and reflection. Tone. 
Yes, and then on top of that, you'd use 181, a little bit of 181 to darken it down. You could even sneak in a little bit of black if you have to, if you've got a very dark shadow in it. Now, all those colors together would give you, by manipulating the um, reflections that you have in the steel, the other thing you could do is you can put a bit of color in as well, because you're obviously reflecting something. You put mm. a bit of blue in it, maybe, or something that would would be reflected into it, and you could put that in. I've even put a little bit of red in occasion because if if it's a, if it's reflecting a red, uh, you know, whatever, you know, pair of trousers, yeah. cardigan, jump, whatever. Yeah. If that's been reflected in the belt buckle, you need to put that in as well. You can even do that. What I might do, Steve, is do something as an exercise because I think that would look great as an exercise. Mm. Maybe like a little medallion or pendant or something name like tag that. or something. Yes, I'll I'll try to find dog tags. Yes, I'll try to find a suitable. Uh, I'm sure I would be able if I go onto YouTube. I'm sure uh, you know image not YouTube, uh, the internet. I'm sure I'll find dozens of examples like that where I could do do one little section. Mm. Because I think people would be fascinated by it. That's, yeah, I mean, for, and also to demonstrate what you've just said, mm. you know, I know what you mean, and I'm sure mm. everyone else out there knows what you mean by well, what you're saying. If you right. remember, very recently we had Hoplon Cassidy. Now, I didn't show you how to do that, in fairness. I mean, I've got to tell you, you saw the end result, but you yeah. didn't actually see it. But he had a couple of guns there, didn't he? Yeah, they looked incredible. Well, that was using those same colours. Mm. That was but, just... But I didn't... There was, there was no colour Yeah, there was such. no colour in it. It was no. greys and black. But I still use the greys and the... the it was all the same colours I've just mentioned. Mm. So uh, that, that gives you an idea of how the steel looks mm. when it can be done that way. Uh, be, they, that did come out very well, so I'm mm. sure people would be interested to mm. see it. Mm. A tutorial maybe, maybe of a gun or something. That might be quite good. Anyway, uh, next one here is come from the SAA website because you're on the SAA Mm. website as a as an artist so any member of the SAA if you want to check out dad's profile search for Colin Bradley and he's on the SAA website hi Colin uh, this is from Jenny just love your pastels I paint pastel on velour I would like uh have I said that right velour yes velour velour yeah. I would like a little advice how do I fix the pastel as I am worried it will be knocked off if I send a painting through the post Alternatively, is there a similar paper to use without having to fix? I do love the feel of velour, and pastel works well on it. Your advice would be most welcome. First mm. question for you, mm. Dad, from this is: mm. What's velour paper like? Because I've seen paper, that pop up a few it, times. It's like a um, a flocky kind of paper. It's it gives a, a very soft image. I personally, I've got to say, don't like it. But that is only a personal viewpoint. I have seen pictures done on velour paper. And they look okay. I can't say look look great because I, if I did, you're, I'd be you're, doing you're it. biased. Yeah, you're biased but towards. In my opinion, they are too soft. Mm. Uh, but I do understand why people like it, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. And pastel pencils on velour can work very well. It is a little bit of a problem when you make a mistake or you want to manipulate or rub something out because you can take the, the surface off. Is it because it's soft? Mm. And you, especially if you made a big mistake and had to use a hard end. You're in trouble if you make if you do is that. Is that because the engre paper is a bit rougher, it's a bit it harder? It takes more punishment. Yeah. The engre paper yeah. will take more punishment. Yeah. And, uh, and I like to punish a picture yeah. because I get 
the best out of it. But so that's only a personal thing. So that's what velour paper is. And mm. so you've got a bit of vulnerability with it as well. Mm. Now, the other thing that uh, I imagine that... Uh, who is it, sorry? It's uh, Jenny. Jenny. Uh, the, the other thing that Jenny's doing is using soft pastel, I believe. I think she just says pastel. Yeah. But I would imagine she's using soft pastel, which, again, works okay and in the same way. The problem with soft pastel is you do get this flaking. Does it come off? Yeah. Could, yeah, right. Yeah, you get this flaking and it drops. And one of the big problems with pastel is it does drop. And you really do have to fix it. So you haven't got no choice. You've got to fix pastel. In that scenario, yeah, I think you've got to, especially if you're putting it through the post. You know, if you dodgy postman chucking their parcels around, you can imagine that's going to break. It won't happen with pastel pencils because the difference is with a pastel pencil on on grey paper, uh, you're pushing it into the paper. Mm. So you're not going to hold. This f- yes, you are. It, it, it sticks. And that's why you don't need word. to fix. That <laughs> goes back right. to the whole fixative question, that's which it. we get a lot, is you don't need to fix your paintings. No, you don't need to do it. No, no. That's the advantage of... Uh, but if you, fix, if you fix pastel on velour, you also do get a slight problem because, once again, the velour being soft and the pastel being going onto it, it tends to harden it off. So you kind you of lose, lose the point the of using the velour paper. Yes, and this is why Jenny's concerned, because she wants to have a one that you can't fix. But there's no answer to this one. No. You know? Well, the other, the answer really is switch to pastel pencils on, on grey paper. Yeah. That's, well, it justifies your reason for, mm. for preferring on grey paper. Yeah, it's right. not, it is a personal preference, but there's also justification behind yeah, it. Yes, so I've, I've got a big... big we, we've got a lot of people out there now in, uh, on our member site and following us around the world, and it works. Yeah. Because how often do we get... Uh, complaints. We've never had a complaint no, about we don't. So it, it, we know that what we're doing is the safe way of doing it. If I start going down the route that we've been talking about, can you imagine the problems? Mm. Yeah. The thing is, you know that there's problems there as well, don't you? So, okay. The next question is from Mary, and this comes from our member site, and this was on the uh, Quinton landscape and mixed media. All right. She says, Colin, I would like to ask what texture of watercolor paper you used. Rough not or hot press right look forward to starting this one regards mary aussie land <laughs> <laughs> well this is a good question because we're we're getting quite a lot of reaction to the watercolor yes. i must say and i'm pleased that we are because i'd like to people to start thinking of watercolor i mm. love the idea of watercolor on its own and i love the idea of watercolor and pastel so we've got quite a lot of quite a lot of manipulation with this mm. and uh, it's a long way we can go if people want it so i think it's worth getting it uh, right now i use a cold press paper cold press i use a cold press paper don't ask me why i do it's just that's the paper i i use and it works for me uh, the other thing about it is i don't use a, a, a hard tooth or a strong tooth paper sometimes you can get them quite rough watercolour paper is quite rough. It works for watercolour on its own. Yes. But the way we do it, it needs to be kind of less of a tooth, less of a um, bubble or whatever the tooth of the paper is going to be. Yeah. So I prefer to use, uh, as far as the weight is concerned, now this depends on what you can get hold of. You can get 300 uh, GSM paper 
that's quite pretty. That's like cardboard. Yeah, that's thick. Very thick. Uh, but it, black works very well, and it doesn't cockle. That's the one good thing about it, because watercolour when can, it gets wet, yeah, does it can can bubble up? Mm. But I don't use that. I use the um, I think it's the two hundred I've got here. You know, I've, I've got to have, have, have a look at it. But I think it's two hundred, and I think that is fine for what I want. But if people want to use a, a heavier paper, do so. But I use cold press. And I use the Winsor Newton Cotman paper. It's widely available. You don't have to search for it. Every art shop's got hold of this. And mm. so, uh, and it works adequately for me. Okay. So that's that's just your personal... It's, it's once but, again, it's like long grey. I prefer yeah. to use it, and that's me. But that's, that's the answer to that question. Okay. Thanks, Mary. That's great. Well, that concludes the episode. Good gracious, we've done already. We've, we've done already. Oh, dear, yeah. dear, dear, yeah. dear, dear, dear. Covered quite a lot. Um, so if you've got a question you want to send in, you can send it straight to Dad um, using the email address colin at bradleygallery.co.uk. And if you put podcast in the subject line, we will mention your question on the show. And you can post your artwork if you want to share your artwork with Colin. It doesn't have to be pastel pencils. It could be any artwork. Go to Colin's Facebook page, facebook.com slash colin1940. And if you want to check out the Quinton that we were just talking about, the watercolour and, and lots of other members' videos, 60, probably over 60 hours now, probably close on 70 hours of, of footage on the site, you can go to colinbradleyart.co.uk. And that's about it right. for this week. Okay. Got anything more to say? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, think, I think we're done. We, we, we always seem to find interesting subjects, so I'm sure we're going to get a whole load more for next week. <laughs> yeah, do keep, keep them coming. Keep all the information coming. And if you get a moment, we'd like you to rate us, if you can, on iTunes out of five stars. Perhaps write us a little review. Um, I think, was it Claire? Or someone put a really nice comment on the Facebook page. Did you read that? Like a feedback saying that they'd learnt a lot. Yes, yes. Wonderful. Yeah. I don't remember who that was. I can't, I can't remember. But thank you for the but lovely anyway, feedback. It's well, we do get some nice feedback. And that's, and that's well, keep you know, it gives us a reason to carry on, doesn't it? Oh, know, and, and give more out because you know we want to make sure that what we're doing is what people want. Yep. So thank you very much. Right then, um, that's it for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley, and I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. Do you know? I think we should dig that video out and put it onto YouTube. A view on TV. Oh no, I, I was young then, Steve. Well, you make all the ladies swoon, wouldn't you? Oh, oh that's true. <laughs> 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 <laughs>